Hi, I'm Aaron Selbig. And I'm Dr. Andy Bessler. And we are the Latchkey Kids. Woohoo! Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, America and Maybe other countries. Not in that order, or whatever. whatever yeah. Order you prefer. You know? Right. Yeah. It's I your mean, it's your podcast as much as it is ours, right? At this point, oh, yes. Definitely, pro- probably more so. That's right, especially when we're talking about you know cousin Jana, you know super fans whoop, out there. That's yes. right. Represent. Oh <laughs> my goodness, Aaron! It's a miracle that there hasn't been some kind of protest and some kind of call to have a, a mutiny. Us. Yeah. Disbanded, mm-hmm. it was canceled because Aaron, oh. we're, this is episode fifty-eight, and the fact that we have not covered this topic uh, up to this point—criminal, definitely criminal. Yeah, um, it's a crime, pretty sure. It's it's a mm-hmm. crime against humanity. Yep. But we are here today to rectify the situation, Aaron, because wow, 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 <laughs> what what a topic! Wow, 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 indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? What is it? I don't who know. What who could it possibly be? Who could it possibly be? We it's already did the Snoopy Snow Cone machine. I can, what could what, be bigger than that? What else is there? It's not <laughs> the Cabbage Patch Kids. No, and we so already did only, that. <laughs> there's only one other option, and that is, of course, the queen of pop herself. Madonna, Luis, Ciccone, Aaron. Uh, oh, Madonna. The material girl. The material oh. girl. So living in a material world, Aaron. Well, that's true. That's true. And and it's (laughs) is it her fault? Is she to blame? Material girls and or boys. Yeah, it's her fault. I I just want to start this off, Doctor Amy, by saying that when um, when when I think of Madonna, the first Mm. thing I think of can be summed up in three words. Okay. So many bracelets. So many yes. bracelets. Yes. I'm I mean, sure that's what she's hoping that her legacy <laughs> as an artist. Also, <laughs> will be. three more words. Very fun hats. Very fun hats. Oh, okay. okay. She was into fun hats, you know? She was in, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Back true. in the day, she had fun hats. She had hair things. Well, I we're going to get into it. Say, yeah, we got a whole. Say ice cream cone bra. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bustiers, Bustiers, bracelets and hats. Oh my gosh. She also well, did she also recorded some music in her career too. She did. She yeah. also recorded some music. Yeah. So how how <laughs> did this rare and special unicorn of a human being come into our world, Aaron? I mean, I think the only thing to do is get just a little background information. Oh, we got hit us with how. the background. Well, How did Madonna I, become Madonna? And, and, and I also want to preface this episode by saying this is Amy's going to be driving the car today. OK, folks, sure. Dr. Sure. Amy is the resident Madonna expert because I and, and not not to um, downplay Madonna's tremendous influence and her amazing career in which she had countless hits and huge. was a huge icon of fashion yes. And 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 everything, and was and was everything. kind of a bit of a hero to uh, young people, especially girls all over the country. Yep. But you know, yep. she she wasn't so much. She wasn't quite as big among the middle school and high school boys as she was the girls, and that's just a plain yeah, fact. That's true. 
sure. I, I appreciated fair enough, fair Madonna. Enough. I was definitely exposed to her music, her music videos, her fashion, her bracelets, her controversies, all of which we're going to talk about on this episode. Mm-hmm. But but Amy's the real Madonna expert here. But, but when we when we start off with a little background, I do know one thing, Dr. Amy. I know okay. that Madonna, you and I and Madonna have something in common. Uh-huh. Yes. We, We were all born in the Great Lakes state of Michigan. How about that? Isn't that right? I mean, it is correct. Yes, Michigan was born in Bay City. Okay. Yes, represent. Represent Bay City City Midland. Yes, sir. That's right. That's right. Her paternal grandparents were immigrants (laughs) um, from Italy. Her mother was French Canadian. Oh, um, okay. And it is her, that is her real name, Madonna Louise Ciccone. Not a stage name. No, no, not a stage name. So she was really born for the spotlight with that name. I mean, come on. That alone, right? That was um, very um, bold of her parents mm-hmm. to name her that, right? Yes, it was. Not a they common do. name, especially common among name. Catholic no. people. No, it yeah. wasn't. They knew. Somehow they knew. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly, her mother died uh, when Madonna was just five. I guess mm. very sad. Mm. Really upsetting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she had five siblings. They were raised in the kind of Detroit suburbs. Her dad later uh, remarried. Did he marry the housekeeper? <laughs> really? And I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. wow. Her name, was, her, her name was Alice, and so. No. <laughs> no. 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 Her name was Edna um, Garrett. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, Madonna kind of resented this, and that kind of spurred her rebelliousness mm. against her father. Papa, and don't so preach. Great job, you know? Dad, because yeah. we got a lot of really good material <laughs> Yes, the material girl. Maybe it's good that result. he remarried the housekeeper. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Probably <laughs> another thing that spurred her rebelliousness was the fact that she went to Catholic school. I mean, e- everybody in Detroit really. goes to Catholic schools, it seems like. Yes. yes. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. So... She actually, believe it or not, Erin, of course, we know she, you know, had that rebellious thing going on, but she was a really good student, actually. Really? Um, yeah, but but she also was, you know, her own person. She was very mm-hmm. much, you know, an individual. So, um, so one thing I learned is that Madonna would perform cartwheels and handstands in the hallways <laughs> between classes. She Wait, would dangle what? by her knees from was the she, bars. Was she wearing a skirt says, while doing all of this? Probably. <laughs> probably. Of course she was. <laughs> yes. She it's Catholic would, school. Speaking, <laughs> that's right. Speaking of her skirt, she hmm. would pull up her skirt during <laughs> class so that all the boys could see her underwear. That would be a theme throughout the rest of her life. That's She's like in her 60s, right? She still does that, yeah, I'm pretty she sure. She still does that, of course. <laughs> um, and she later admitted to seeing herself in her youth as a, quote, lonely girl who was searching for something. Hmm. She said, I wasn't rebellious in a certain way. I cared about being good at something. Um, I didn't shave my underarms. I didn't wear makeup like normal girls do. But I studied and I got good grades. I wanted to be somebody. So yeah. Wow. She was, so she was driven. Yeah. The mold, but she was driven and smart. Mm-hmm. And she just knew she wanted to be somebody. I don't think she really knew what that was. But right. she, she was into music and dance, especially. She took classical piano lessons. She took a ton of dance lessons. Her dance instructor mm. really encouraged her to pursue dance as a career. And so she drops out of college uh, when she's like 20 or so, moves to the Big Apple, New York City. All right. Okay. And mm-hmm. she said, 
It was the first time that she'd ever taken a plane. It was the first time she'd ever gotten in a taxi cab. She came to New York with $35 in her pocket. Wow. And she later said it was the bravest thing she'd ever done, which is saying something. $35 is not going to get you lunch in New York City. That ain't going to get you very far. Yeah. So eventually she did uh, get an apartment in the East Village, and she worked at, Erin, one of your favorite places. What? Huh? She worked at Dunkin' Donuts, people. Oh, my God. If you've been to New York City, you know there is a Dunkin' Donuts on every single street corner in all five boroughs of New York City. It's crazy. They love Dunkin' Donuts there. Yes. So I have to tell you, Erin. Now, Dunkin' Donuts exists in California. They're here. They're there. No one really cares. Yeah. But we went on a trip to North Carolina. I'm wondering if this is true in Kentucky as well. Dunkin' Donuts was a big deal. They were everywhere. And hmm. my husband started to become obsessed with their coffee. And <laughs> really? He's Canadian. Now. Isn't he betraying yeah. Tim Hortons by doing that? But it's kind of similar. <laughs> I would argue it is similar. Donuts yeah. It's sort of the Tim Hortons of America. Uh, yeah, I, I see. I think Tim Hortons is way better than Dunkin' Donuts, but maybe that's yeah. just me. But Dun- he, we, he Dunkin' Donuts is not really a thing so much here in Kentucky. We have Krispy Kreme, which is... Oh. Far superior in my mind. Uh, But there was a Dunkin' Donuts, and this is quickly turning into a Dunkin' Donuts episode. So I guess we'll just lean into that. When at Dobson High School in Mesa, Arizona, there was a Dunkin' Donuts down the street from the school. And whenever certain bad students, and I will not name who they are, would skip school and not go to band class, they would hang out at the Dunkin' Donuts instead. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, if you were doing that in New York City uh, back in, in the day, you might have uh, run into McDonald's. Or was this like in the 70s then? Like the late oh, 70s? Yeah. It yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Funny. Interesting. So like late, late 70s. I mean, okay. Time. Wow. Time. Maybe you so, bought a donut from Madonna then if you lived in maybe. New York. Beautiful. Okay. Oh, oh, hmm. oh. Now, in upsetting news, one day um, she was sexually assaulted at knife point by two men on the way home from a dance rehearsal. And she later found this incident to be, quote, a taste of my weakness. It showed me that I still could not save myself in spite of all the strong girl show. Wow. She said she could never forget it. Wow, jeez. That that incident uh, and that trauma really kind of spurred her on in terms of, like, Nobody's going to mess with me, yeah. you know, and just, you know, really kind of leaning into that persona uh-huh. of, like, I'm going to be strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously really terrible thing to experience as a, as a young woman or at any age. Um, she, she got into, you know, she dated various musicians. She, she formed some bands. She, you know, played in a couple of bands. One was called Breakfast Club. One was called oh. Emmy and the Emmys. <laughs> so <laughs> Those are interesting names. And Breakfast Club. Name. This is before Breakfast the Breakfast Club, Club movie. I know. Interesting. Okay. Um, so in ni- 1981, she gets her first record contract. She wow. starts releasing singles, and they're kind of like dance, you know, dance music. And she starts uh, playing nightclubs, and so mm-hmm. that's kind of how she gets her start in New York. And then Aaron in 1983, little Amy Boom. was just uh, seven years old. Or so. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she releases her first album, self-titled, and oh my goodness, Aaron, it yeah. begins. Yes. So on that album. What was on that album? 
Ah, we have borderline. Oh, my borderline. love over oh. the borderline. borderline. Yeah. Borderline. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Over the borderline. Borderline. <laughs> we should have put a warning label on. Oh this yeah, episode. there will be lots People, of singing. Yes, I mean, how mostly Dr. Amy. I'll try to chime in. I'll try to be one of your backup dancers. Thank you. Yes. We hope that mm -hmm. you are joining along with us <laughs> in your car, in your kitchen, or wherever. Yes. Um, yes. It also had another of Little Amy's favorites, hmm. Lucky Star. Oh, you, you could be, star. you could be my lucky star. I don't know any of. Them. Yes. That's uh, good stuff. That's a good one, people. too. Yeah. So she really got huge when she started performing on American Bandstand and Top of the Pops, and that was in 84. So people started okay. seeing her and her whole look and her whole vibe and then yeah. the songs. And oh, my God. Because she was very visual. She was very visual. Very and, like, so you know, maybe yeah. we'll get into this later, but she, I mean, when you look at some of the, most of the pop stars today, you know, Lady Gaga, maybe that's like a little bit dated, but but it's it all comes from it. Madonna started all of that. The yes, whole where you have a whole look and you have a whole Persona. thing going on and you've got yeah. this presence. And, you know, it was Madonna was the first one that was like, I'm not just a singer. I'm a whole I'm this and that. And I'm a whole the whole package, baby. You know, yep. the fashion, yes. the backup dancers, the music videos, all of it, you know, all of it. Yeah. All of it, people. Mm -hmm. Um. So, Aaron, what, you know, you mentioned, I mean, obviously you were a boy, you weren't posted yeah. to it, but what do you remember about Madonna? Even, youth even as a boy who was listening to heavy metal music and playing with Transformers and skateboarding and trying to break mm -hmm. dance in the driveway, I could not help but be influenced by Madonna. There was no escaping the gravitational force of Madonna in the mid-1980s. She was... She was her and Michael Jackson were the yep. superstars of that era, That's you know, and yes, she was she was yep. almost as big as him. I mean, it was they were the two. Right. Yep. So I remember yes. that every girl, every girl loved her, including you and including. And I really remember this. My first real girlfriend, uh, her name was Heather. We met at the YMCA. Uh, summer day camp. Go back and listen to episode whatever it is if you want to hear more about the YMCA summer day camp. Uh, yeah, this yeah. I was a little bit older. I was I would I guess I would have been like so. Let's see. In 1983, I was 11. I think I was like 12 or 13, something like that. And yeah, she was my age. Yeah. And she was the the younger sister of one of the counselors. She lived in Tucson. And she used to, she would come up and, you know, hang out in Arizona, in uh, Phoenix area. Anyway, so that's how we met. And we were like, we were pretty close and we wrote each other letters. And uh, I got to go down to Tucson and visit her. And we were together like kind of for a while. You know, we lasted longer than most relationships do at that age. Anyway, sure. she was a big dancer. She loved yes. dancing and she loved more than anything choreographing dance routines. And yes. she would just gather as many people as she possibly could, and including me, and make me participate in these like elaborate oh, choreographed man. dance routines. I wish, I wish there was a VHS tape. <laughs> I'm, that glad, could there, really, I'm glad there uh, isn't. Showcase this. Yeah. For us. 
It was not my strong suit. It was out of my wheelhouse and comfort zone. Uh, but she was really great, and I you I would have done anything for her. Believe of me, course. you oh know. So you talked about Heather on our shopping malls episode because yes. she was also into uh, Tiffany and Debbie. Tiffany Gibson, and Debbie Gibson, yes. And then yeah. I think you also may have referenced her in our Dirty Dancing episode. Yes, we saw Dirty reason. Dancing together, and she was obsessed yeah. with it. anything to do with dancing. Yes, she was into. Yes, yes, yes. She was yeah. into it. Yeah. Well, so your wife is my age, and so does she. Did yeah. She into Madonna when she I, was young. I talked to my wife Nova about Madonna, and she lit up like a Christmas tree because that's of what. Course. You know, that's what happens. She said, they used to do this thing when she was a kid. They had they had some kind of recorder, and you and I used to do this too. We used to like interview each other with the recorder. Do you yes, remember that? Of yeah. Course. We yes. would do like, you know, like we were on a television interview show. So, yes. so Nova would play the part of the interviewer and her older sister Tara would pretend to be Madonna. Oh and so somewhere I'm, I hope there's like tapes exist of yes. these two, you yes. know, find those family archive. Nova remembered that she really wanted to have journalistic integrity when she was interviewing her sister as Madonna. <laughs> And so she asked her this following question, okay? She asked her this important question. It's about the song, Papa Don't Preach. And she said, Madonna, I would like to ask you about the meaning of the uh, phrase, I'm keeping my baby in Papa Don't Preach. Does the baby refer to your boyfriend or did you have an abortion? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Hard hitting, hard hitting questions. Getting right to the meat of it. And Nova also said, because she's your age, right? So in 1983, you know, when when, uh, Madonna started blowing up, I mean, you were only seven years old. So young. So 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 Nova said. We did not know what we were saying. We had no idea. Yeah. yeah. Nova said that she didn't even know what a virgin was until Like a Virgin came out. Exactly. (laughs) And she asked her mom, Mom, what is a virgin? Yeah, that's just it, you know. So we're running around eight years old, you know, like a virgin. Yes. And I mean, we did not have any idea what the hell we were talking about. Papa, don't preach. I, you know, I didn't know. Excuse me. I had no idea what that was about. Mm -hmm. I'm not totally sure I do to this day. But yeah, we were a little young for some of the, you know. Yeah, but but Madonna Madonna's career would go on to <clears throat> last decades, and so you had a chance yes. you had a chance to catch up, and you grew up with Madonna, and and I think the salient point and the thing that I remember, and and I would agree with this too. I saw this not just from you and and other girls in my life, everybody is that Madonna was a strong role model for young mm. girls at that time because. Totally. She was strong and tough, and yeah. she was she was a woman who said and did whatever the hell she wanted to do, and she didn't care Definitely. what the and she got tremendous you know criticism and controversy. Yeah. We'll talk about that, but in the face of 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 all of that criticism, she was unflinching and uncompromising, and she did whatever she did what she wanted to do, and she said what yeah. she wanted to say. And that was a that was a pretty damn good role model for young girls, right? Definitely, yeah, yeah. D- d- definitely, kind of a, a fresh, you know, take on feminism of like, hey, 
I'm a yeah. woman. I'm going to do what I want. No one's going to tell me what to do. I'm going to be my own boss. I'm going to make my own way. Like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was definitely, you know, just as obsessed as every girl. Again, a little bit on the young side. I mean, if I had been a teenager mm-hmm. in the mid-'80s, I think, you know, I would have been – more into the fashion of it and all that. I was too young, really, for that part of it when mm-hmm. I was seven, eight years old. But I definitely knew every word of every song. I totally wanted all the bracelets up my arm. You know, <laughs> Me 5, too. 5,000 bracelets. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and, you know, some of the early songs that I just absolutely loved. I remember I had this, this uh, friend, Lisa, and I would go over to her house and we would play these songs over and over. And we also mm. would do little choreographed dance routines and that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But I loved um, True Blue. Do you remember? Yeah, True Blue. Baby, baby, yeah, I'm on you. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I love True Blue. I love Lucky Star, as we already discussed. And then for some reason, I loved, and you may not even remember this one, hmm. La Isla Bonita. La Isla Bonita. La Isla Bonita. Yes, yeah, kind and of a... Yeah. The sun would set so high. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I uh, love that. We would sing that over <laughs> and over again. So many slumber parties. Uh, you know, all of that. I mean, wow, wow, well, wow, people. Dr. Amy, let's talk about the music. We're going to talk about a few different aspects of, of the, you know, zeitgeist of Madonna, but let's start with the music because that was really kind of the yes. foundation. And going through the list of hit songs that Madonna had in the 80s is like, wow. When you see them all listed, it's like, my goodness. Like, that's what's the opposite of a one hit wonder? Because it's Madonna. I mean, my goodness. Just in. So we're just going to go year by year. okay? so she was churning them out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really fast. Well, you mentioned 1983 when her debut self-titled album came out, and it had Lucky Star and Borderline. It also had Holiday. Holiday. Do you remember that one? When it could be so. Yeah. We come together in every nation. Yes. <laughs> of course yes. you do. Of course I you do. Oh, yes. And then the years 1984 and 1985. My oh, goodness. My God, people. You had, uh, you had uh, Like a Virgin, of course. Like a virgin. Like a virgin. Next to mine, you had Material oh. Girl, Material Girl, living in a material, in a material world. world, and, and I, I am a material, material girl. girl. <laughs> dress yeah. you up? I'm gonna dress you up in my love. Oh yeah. All over, all over. Oh, that's a good one too. Oh. Get into the groove, boy. You got to prove you're up to me. And then the ultimate middle school winter dance ballad, Crazy for You. You see, I'm crazy for you. Touch me once and you'll know it's true. I never wanted anyone like it's, it's all, all brand, brand new. new. I feel it in your kiss. This is starting to feel weird oh. th- that we're brother and sister doing oh, this, but okay. And then it just in the year 1986, just 1986, yeah. you had yeah. True Blue, which you've already sang. Baby, I love you. 
again. You had La, La Isla Bonita, which you've already sang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yep. Zip it. You had Papa Don't Preach. Papa don't, Papa don't preach. I don't remember all the words. Oh yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my baby. I think the baby is a boyfriend. I don't think it's an actual baby. Do you have any? Do you have any thoughts on that? I always thought it was an actual baby. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. We need to do more. We need to send Nova to interview Madonna and find out. Once and for all. And you also had, in 1986, Live to Tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hope I live to tell the secrets oh, I can hide. Isn't that it? That's right, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. I couldn't place it, but now I got yeah. You know a lot more Madonna. I actually do. It's coming back to me. It's yeah. coming back to me. Yes, it is. Yep, 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 yep. And then yep. in, in 1989 and 1990, at the end of the decade, you had Like a Prayer... Right? Mm, just like a prayer, you know mm. I'll take you there yep. whenever night hour. I can feel, feel your, your power. power. Oh. You had express yourself. You've got to hear me express yourself. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> if you want it right now, let me show you how. Express what you got, baby, ready or not. Good, oh. good. You had wow. Vogue, which I remember the video oh, for Vogue. Vogue started a dance huge. sensation. Huge, yes. Huge, huge, huge. Yeah. Vogue Marvel, was huge. That kind of like Marvel, lit a fire. Yeah. Marlon Brando, Jimmy Dean <laughs> on the cover of a magazine. Grace Kelly, Harlow Jean, picture of a beauty queen. Gene <laughs> Kelly, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers. <laughs> That's great. That's great. And then if that wasn't enough, you also had one more, one more. Okay. Just to justify my love. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sure. But that's like, I mean, from 1983 to 1990, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, like, I don't know if that's they were all number even, one, but like top five hits, those, you know, that's not even all of them. That's not even all of them. Even, yeah. We didn't even get into who's that girl. Who's that? Oh girl? yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's like, there's, there's more hours in the day. Aaron, to yes. About. Oh, oh. And then there was also, there was the music videos. And, and honestly, oh. a lot of my Madonna memories come from the videos. Of course. You know, she had a, of course she had the dancers. She had the look. Uh, they were very sexual, most of them. Mm-hmm. She just had this unique mm-hmm. style. She really pushed the boundaries. Um, do you have any favorite yes. music videos? Lo- yeah, yeah, yeah. I love uh, Material Girl. She did the Marilyn yeah. Monroe, Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend whole vibe. Yeah, I yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Uh, Papa Don't Preach I liked because it was kind of like a story. It was almost like a little movie. Yeah. And that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, Vogue. I Vogue, mean, absolutely. Wow. Yes. Wow. I mean, I like that one, too. Yes. But there were, you know, there were others that were more controversial. We're going to get into, um, I feel like, Aaron, this would be a great time to take a little break. Oh, yeah. We do need break, to take a break. I mean, yes. We've still got, of course, we know Madonna as a, as a musical artist. But we've got movies, we've got fashion, we've got yeah. controversy, we got other topics. She was in a she bunch of movies all. in the 80s it's and 90s, fun. wasn't she? Yeah, That's right. She sure was. Gosh. So, 
Okay. Yeah. We'll get into that in just a minute, right after a short break. In a world full of music about the rodeo, the big city. You forget I'm in America. Ancient instruments and singing computers. How can you possibly cover it all? Well, take a trip with Classical Sprouts, the awesome classical music podcast for kids from Interlochen Public Radio, and we'll show you around a world full of awesome classical music. I'm Kate Botello, your host, and we at Classical Sprouts want you to know that classical music is for everyone to enjoy, and you can enjoy it even more if you know about some of its history or how it's made. Join me at Classical Sprouts to learn about everything from ballet to bagpipes with awesome music and musical guests. Take a trip around the musical world with Classical Sprouts from Interlochen Public Radio. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Aaron. Mm, I mean, we've yes. talked about the music. We've mm-hmm. talked about the videos. But, yes. I mean, let's not forget, Madonna also was in some movies, okay? Both in the 80s and beyond. I remember. But, well, I mean, the song, Who's That Girl? That was a movie. Oh, I remember that. That was a movie. That was huge. Yeah. So, I can't remember what episode, but there was an episode that we did, and I can't remember the context of why, but we talked about a movie called Vision Quest for some reason, and it was in 1984, and in it, Madonna plays a club singer, and she sings Crazy For You for the movie. Really? And then the movie was later- Oh, yeah, it's the wrestling movie. Yes. wrestling movie. I remember- the movie under the title Crazy For You in the UK and Australia mm-hmm. uh, because she had become such a big star by oh. that point and the song was so huge. Um, so Vision Quest. Is Matthew Modine, it was in yeah. Vision. He was a high school yeah. wrestler. Wrestler. I do yeah, remember yeah, that yeah, now. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was a good movie, I think. And then yeah. another one that was great in 1985 was Desperately Seeking Steven. Yes, I remember with, that. Um, yes. Rosanna Arquette. Mm-hmm, yes. And that was a big one. That was actually the fifth highest grossing film of 1985. It wow. Movie. Didn't know. didn't E.T. come out in 1985? I, I feel like. No, no, didn't no, the Goonies no, no, no. come out in 1985? Uh, yeah, maybe, but E.T. Huh. was earlier. Though. E.T. was like 82. Oh, you're right. That was yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. all right, all right. Um, and then, as you mentioned, Aaron, you had Who's That Girl in 87. Uh, uh-huh. And yep. that really was a Madonna vehicle. It actually bombed at the box office. Well. It was Madonna plays this kind of like street smart girl sent to prison after being falsely accused of murdering her boyfriend. But, it, I mean, the song. She was the star, the star of that movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that and didn't then, do very well, despite yeah. every teenage girl in the country probably going yeah. to see that movie. I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then in 90, Dick Tracy, remember? Yes. Tracy? Wasn't that because she was dating Warren Beatty at the time, probably. I think? Is that right? Probably. Yeah, that, yeah. I think that is right. Because Warren so, Beatty was Dick Tracy, I believe. Yeah. I'm going to Google it real quick, but I think I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Warren Beatty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. So she plays entertainer Breathless Mahoney in the film. 
It actually was <laughs> a success at the box yeah. office. It got seven Academy Award nominations. It won for Best Original Song, Best Makeup, Best Art Direction. And yeah. it's remembered to the say it had a really beautiful visual. Yeah, it was it cool. Was it was a cool, it was, yeah. it was, it was kind of one of the old, first old like 90s. innovative like comic book movies. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. She also did other movies in the 80s that you probably never heard of. Uh, one called A Certain Sacrifice, mm -mm. Shanghai Surprise. Okay, I do remember that uh, one. Yeah. Okay, and Bloodhounds of Broadway. Never heard of it. Okay. okay. And then, of course, later on in 91, she did the uh, kind of documentary film um, called Truth or Dare. Uh, that was a big deal because it was like behind the scenes of her own oh, yeah. answers and right. she talk about, you know, sex and all the kind of stuff that okay. you know, only Madonna, you know, would talk about yes. um, on film. She remember in ninety two she did a league of their own. Yeah, she was in a league of their own. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. With great movie. Yeah. Gina movie. Davis. Then, yep. Yeah, Gina Davis, that's mm -hmm. right. And then in ninety six her, her biggest uh, role in her biggest yes. Critical acclaim, which we'll talk about later, was for Evita, where she yes. played Eva Peron. Th that's the one that really sticks in my mind because she obviously starred in that, and that movie was a big deal. And it was like, yeah. you know, Madonna's career—it wasn't like over, but it was like she wasn't as big a huge deal as she was the decade previous. But sure. it, so it kind sure. of like reignited Madonna. And that's a, that's a thing that Madonna does. She comes back every like 10 years or so. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? She yeah, does she something. <laughs> yeah. She definitely has that thing where she reinvents herself all the time. She's yeah. always changing it up, you know. Yeah. And, and so on. So part of her reinventing herself is, is the fashion, right? Ooh, I mean, let's talk about the bracelets. The fashion mm -hmm. people. The gloves. Okay. Okay. Put yourself back yes. in this time, people. The fingerless gloves. Yes. Okay? Yes. Let's talk about bustiers. <laughs> bustiers. Right, so many bustiers. Yes, so many, you gotta. They so do a lot of boosting. These bustiers. Underwear <laughs> as outerwear, like sure. as, as Why not? That's a thing. I don't uh. know. Lace, lots of lace, uh -huh. or fishnet kind of material, uh -huh. see through everything, see through. That lots kind of, of thing. big hair bows. I remember. The big like bow. giant That's lacy hair bows. Yeah. Yep. Yep. She mm -hmm. did that. That was kind of more kind of early mid 80s. She did the big bows. She yeah. also in the early days would do the, the kind of poofy tulle skirt over the leggings or over the capris. And that was the thing. OK. Girl. That you could actually kind of pull off even if you were just like in middle school or whatever. So that was yeah. the thing. Uh -huh. Definitely the bleaching of the hair. So she'd yep. keep the dark roots and she'd have the bleach blonde hair. Mm -hmm. and everybody loved that. Tons of jewelry, tons of necklaces, oh, tons yeah. of bracelets. Yep. And then a little bit later, she started getting into more of like the religious symbols, lots of yes. crucifixes and all that. Kind <laughs> yeah, of that's where some of the controversy starts to come in. That's yeah, correct. That's mm -hmm. correct. Um, as I mentioned uh, previously, she did the whole Marilyn Monroe look in Material Girl in the video, the pink yeah. dress, platinum hair, thing, yeah. platinum hair, all of that. One of her most iconic style moments was when she performed and this was controversial we'll talk about this in a minute uh like a virgin at the mtv video yes Awards. Mm -hmm. and she the wore, like, yeah a wedding, wedding dress. dress yeah Ooh, <laughs> i mean wow 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 uh -huh. when you get later into the 80s and into the early 90s you get into kind of the more outrageous it like, gets the, even crazier the, the cone <laughs> the cone bra yeah and 
She got into more of like for a bit there was kind of an S and M. Yeah, like leather and like some and whips and things. Whips yeah. and leather and all mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. Um in the Vogue video, Aaron, I don't know if yeah. you remember this, but now I know you're gonna wanna go. Oh, I remember. I remember she, just fine. She wears <laughs> a lace completely see through lace top mm-hmm. with nothing underneath, Aaron. I mean Wow, 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 wow. That's a lot of wows. That is a lot of wows. That's the most wows we've ever had on this podcast. So rightly so. Yep. Well deserved. In 1990 at the Video Music Awards, she performs Vogue, and she wears a whole Marie Antoinette costume. Really? I don't remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll have to look that up. That sounds fun. That's fun. A lot of these performances also uh, led to a little bit of controversy. Well, let's let's talk about those controversies because, you know, Madonna, she did this on purpose. She (laughs) she was she was not just a a huge persona on stage and in her recorded albums and on MTV, on music videos. Of course, she was everywhere on MTV. It wasn't just that it was it was off the stage as well that she was in the news and she was she was inescapable everybody no matter what corner of the earth you came from or how old you were or whatever knew who Madonna was and a lot of it had to do with the controversies cuz she was in the news all the time so yep. probably the first one that 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 you might think of was the VMA awards in 1984 which oh, yeah. probably would have been MTV, one of the first MTV VMA awards. Uh, she was performing like a virgin, and her stiletto heel slipped off during the song. And instead of fixing it, she took the opportunity to writhe around on the floor while wearing a wedding dress. She was wearing a wedding dress. Yes. So. <laughs> and then I five remember, years later, I, I remember. Uh, that. Do you remember that? What, yeah. What, what am I? I don't totally understand what I'm watching right now, but I'm I'm intrigued in some kind yeah. of way. Wow. I, that's what you do oh. when your when your shoe comes off. You you know, that's right. d- that's do right. a dance that's on right. the floor. Why not? And then yes. in, in 1989, you had the video for "Like a Prayer." Oh my god. <laughs> that had, I mean. What? She she was kissing a saint who happened to be black, which in 1989 yep. was very controversial. But it also had burning crosses in it, which it is not sure a thing. Did. Not every MTV music video had that. Nope. And so that was really the start of when you started to see backlash from religious groups. Uh, they were not yes. happy. And it had such an effect that Pepsi ended up dropping her from Pepsi ads in 1989. Yep. Yeah, that was a huge controversy. That mm-hmm. was, and you sort of felt like she was doing it intentionally, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just yeah. Make oh, I'm you kissing a yeah, right. Yeah. I'll kiss who I want to kiss, yeah. and I'll right. burn crosses if I want to. Yeah, right. Yeah, she had to know that like there was gonna be backlash. She just didn't care, which is awesome. In 1990, there was another controversial video, the one for Justify My Love. Which basically oh, was a huge yeah. orgy. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. <laughs> and it got her banned from MTV. Did you know that? Wow. <laughs> she got I mean, banned. That's kind of 
from MTV. Yeah. In, in yeah. Uh, 1990. And I know. She was their bread and butter. <laughs> right. And she maybe took it a step too far even for MTV. Well, it was oh. a pretty graphic video. Look it up. Justify my yeah. love. If you want yeah. to be tantalized, you will. Sure. And then I remember yeah. this because this was very weird because dad had dad and Mackie had this book. <laughs> for some oh, no, reason. They did. Not. They, did. No. they did. They totally did. In 1992, no. I think they were just curious. I don't know. You'd have to ask dad, but they, they got it oh. because it was in the news. But she released a coffee table book called Sex. Do you remember this? Uh, yes, I do. And it was yep. composed of very tasteful <laughs> photographs <laughs> of Madonna engaged in various sexual encounters, positions, wow. etc. Yes, it was. I've, mean, I've yes, and it was a coffee table book in our house for a little while. We had it in our house. An, yeah. If anybody's doing a wow count on this episode, <laughs> we must be up to like a hundred. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is a new record for wows. Oh, my um, gosh, I love it. And then you get away from the videos, and 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 then there's a the, but there's still the controversies continue. In 1994, yes. she went on David Letterman. And went to just kind of bananas on David Letterman. She went on to a 20-minute graphic rant, at one point telling David Letterman to smell her underwear. So oh there's that. Wow. A lot. Okay. In 2003, again at the MTV Video Music Awards, she yeah, kissed nice. Britney Spears and Christina and Aguilera. Christina yeah. They were, yes. Uh, they were on each side of her, and she turned one. <laughs> Wow, yeah. everybody. <laughs> yeah, and that was... by that point, that's 2003. Yeah. She, you know, Madonna's kind of, she's kind of fading out of the consciousness uh, by that point. She's been for 20 years at that point. Oh, yeah. yeah. But then she also, I, re I remember very clearly there was a, this, this probably didn't make national news, but in Michigan, this was the huge, this was the biggest Madonna controversy of them all. And it was just a few years ago in 2015, Madonna was on the Howard Stern show and she badmouthed her home state of Michigan. She, oh, no. yeah, she said her Never childhood, she said her childhood neighbors in Bay City were, quote, basic provincial thinking people. And then she described, she said she was asked if she misses Michigan and she said she, quote, misses absolutely nothing about growing up in Michigan. And oh Michigan wow. was very proud of her, you know, of course. and it of course. was a huge slap in the face. She ended up oh. apologizing and she walked it back and and she came to Michigan and she, you know, I think she kind of felt bad about it. And she, you know, uh, sure. but Michiganders were very upset about that. So, yeah, of course we were. I mean, yeah. A lot of a con lot of controversy surrounding yeah. Madonna over the years. Well, the other thing Madonna is very well known for over the years, Aaron, is hmm. the lovers, the men, yes. the boyfriends. The yes. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So, of course, we know that in 1985, after dating for six months, she marries Sean Penn. Yes. Recall this. I always that thought lasted she, four years she could have done better than him. Yes, for sure. I don't know. I thought she was way out of Sean Penn's league at the time, but whatever. Speaking <laughs> of being out of someone's league, huh. she also dated Vanilla Ice for a oh, minute. Oh, what? I, I didn't even know that, really? Yep. Jeez. She also, my husband reminded me of this. I had huh. forgotten this. 
She was also linked to Tupac in their No. Interviews. Yes. Is that yes. real? Have we that confirmed this? Yep. Yep. You can oh, find I am find Googling this right now. There's a letter that he wrote to her that was revealed years later after. Oh they my broke god. Oh yeah. In Style magazine, Madonna and Tupac yeah. secretly dated in the early nineties. I had no idea. Yeah, they did. Wow. Yeah, they really did. You mentioned Warren Beatty. Yes, um, there was Warren Beatty. Dated, now, again, I want to preface this by saying, no shame. I mean, no, no, this is great. Good for her. I love, She's exploring I love her horizons. Yeah. There's such a double standard with this I know. shit. And, and she confronted that. That was the thing that was great about Madonna. I, she didn't care. I love it. She was like, I'll date whoever I want. You can say whatever you want. I don't care. You yeah. know? It was great. I'm going to go out there and yeah. get mine. So she dated exactly. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's dated Lenny Kravitz. Okay. Oh, I didn't know She's, that. She dated the magician, David Blaine. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> really? <laughs> she she dated the baseball player, Alex Rodriguez. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Not that long ago. Um, yeah. Not mm-hmm. that long ago. Carlos mm-hmm. uh, Leon, who I think was maybe one of her dancers or something like that. She actually... Yeah. Had a child with her daughter Lourdes is with okay. him. Mm-hmm. She married Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie, yes, yes. They had a couple of sons together. They divorced in 2008. Yeah. And I mean, to this day, Erin, Madonna is what, in her mid 60s? Yeah. She's, it is just a never ending stream <laughs> of like 20 something year olds. Okay. I mean, wow, Madonna. Wow. Go on with your bad self. Sure. Why, if, why not? I mean, why not? She, Girl, you got it. <laughs> so while fashioning herself a, an icon of music, movies, fashion, controversy, dating, you name it, and just making herself into uh, a global, basically, icon of, of everything, Madonna was mm-hmm. racking up the critical acclaim and success. Madonna's net worth right now is estimated to be somewhere between about 600 and 800 million dollars. Uh, Forbes has named her the uh, annual top earning female mus- musician 11 times over a period of about 40 years. Um, she has sold, get this, over 300 million records worldwide. That's very close to the what? population of the United States. <laughs> 300 million records. Oh my goodness. She's in the Guinness Book of World Records as the best-selling female music artist of all time. She also holds the record for the most number one hits on all combined Billboard charts, including 12 mm. number one songs on the Billboard Hot 100 and eight number one albums. 12 number one hit That's songs. That's insane. That's crazy. That's insane. She has generated over $1.5 billion from ticket sales for her concerts over her career. She's the highest grossing female touring artist of all time, grossing somewhere between somewhere around one point four billion dollars in the last thirty years or so. She is get this. I'm not done yet. We're just getting started. Madonna is the only woman in history to have two solo concerts with a hundred thousand tickets sold to each. Um Yeah, her "Who's That Girl" concert in Paris drew over a hundred thirty, a hundred and thirty thousand people. Um, mm. Her, you mentioned her as far as movies. Her biggest role was as Ava Perone in *Evita*. 
She earned a Golden Globe for Best Actress for that movie. She also earned a Guinness World Record for the most costume changes in a film. How about there's something to be proud of. And she won an Oscar as well for Best Original Song for the song You Must Love Me, which was written by Andrew Lloyd Webber, performed by Madonna and Dr. Amy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There's yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, that's just that's just kind of the stuff that maybe you didn't know. Oh, yeah. Oh my yes. gosh, yes. Madonna Louise Ciccone, everyone. How about that? An icon. And and as my wife Nova put it, an icon because she was it was and is so fiercely independent, tough as nails, strong mm. and uncompromising and has lived her life exactly the way that she wanted to, regardless of controversy or what anybody else thought of her ever. She's never, you know, done anything in her life because she wanted to please somebody else, or so it seems. I mean, it's amazing. Mm. It really is. Unusual. a girl. Yeah. That's right. We loved yeah. it. We loved her then. We love her still. Madonna. I uh, need to go. Out. I need to go to oh. Claire's at the mall and get some bracelets oh, today. Yeah, yes. definitely need some rubber, rubber mm-hmm. bracelets and some fingerless gloves. <laughs> right. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shout out to our sources for this uh, episode, uh, the, the wonderful Wikipedia and, of course, Mental Floss and Aaron's uh, mm-hmm. childhood recollection. Good yes. With your, with your memory. You knew more of those songs than I thought. Yeah. You, you know, it's it, when we first started talking Very about doing this, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to have much to contribute. But you know what? Madonna was a bigger presence in my life than I had thought. She was there. Yes, she was well, there like a like a weird aunt. She infiltrated. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's right. All right. Thank you, Madonna. Thank you, Dr. Amy. Thank you to our listeners for listening. It is great to be here with you again. This is the Latchkey Kids, and we'll be back next week. Until then, bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.